Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast was created to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 377. In today's interview, you are going to learn the five steps to develop your magnetic mind and become a conscious creator. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Gunther Mueller. Gunther, welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Heather. Awesome to be here. Looking forward to having an exciting show today with your listeners. Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? So I do uh, quite a few different things. I live in a beautiful town called Anthem, Arizona right now, where the theme is life and abundance. Been that way since 1999. I've been here for about three years. And what I do, I'm I'm involved in the venture capital space. I uh, own some medical clinics. I've been in many different fields. So I've been an entrepreneur for about 30 years. Grew up in New York City, went out to Colorado to ski the big mountains. So I was a professional ski bum for a while. I've done commercial fishing in Alaska. I sold meat and seafood door to door, been in the solar industry, coffee industry, worked with medical professionals for the last decade. So I, I coined myself as an optimal health strategist and uh, also a coach in the quantum physical field where, you know, what I'd, what I'd love to do is share this five-step magnetic mind method to create the life that you love. So my experience has been, I see a lot of people that have uh, engaged in the personal development movement, but they still don't have what they want. And so what I'm about today, this kind of a passion project of mine is really sharing people, well, how do you get the results that you truly want in your yeah. life? Well, that's definitely what we're talking about here today is this magnetic mind. And it's funny you bring that up. We've been chatting for a while, but I did that. I hit the personal development gamut for years, spent tens of thousands of dollars last count. And, and I get it, you know, that was part of my journey and I did learn things along the way. And I learned the power of my mind and walking on hot coals and, and doing these different things. But I also got to the point that I I didn't have sustainable lasting change. And that's what has led me into the quantum field. And sure, law of attraction, the secret, that's great. It's like an affirmation. It's a great start, but it's the tip of the iceberg. So I would love for you to share more about and like a high level overview about the quantum field and infinite potentiality and that we are such powerful beings playing from such a limited perspective. Right. And so I, I think that that word power is very powerful, right? So what we need to do is remember or reclaim mm. the power that we've always had. And the power that we have is in our power of choice. And nobody ever taught us that in school. Our parents don't teach us that. You know, by the time you're, you know, a young kid, you've heard the word no 300 times a day. No, 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 no. Right. You've been told how to go about a successful life in a certain way. 
you've been told to choose from a certain basket of choices, meaning be a good student, get good grades, go to college, do this kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And all the while your inner spirit, your inner desire may want something completely different, but you choose it anyway, because you have all these adults and all these authorities in your life telling you that the successful path is X, Y, and Z. Well, it was, it's status quo. It's the American dream. And I I did it for 10 plus years and I woke up and I was like, it's not my dream. There you go. There you go. So that power of choice, Mm -hmm. look, from the moment you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed, it's a series of choices. And every choice has a consequence. Every choice has an outcome, right? So Mm -hmm. whether you choose how you're going to get to work, what clothes you're going to wear, or what you're going to eat for breakfast, what are you going to do for lunch, what are you going to do here, what are you going to do? It's a series of choices all day long. And sometimes they're not authentic, genuine choices. They're choices, especially in the age of social media that we live in today. You know, there's this consensus that sometimes that has to approve of what it is we want. Like we need to get permission from our tribe or our followers or our friends or family or something like almost like they have to approve of what it is we would love to experience. And so imagine for a second that you had the ability to create anything that you wanted. And before the show, we did talk about your ability to create and manifest. And you've had these experiences, right? Some people listening may not have that. Okay. But I'm here to tell them that they do have the power to do it. We go ahead. Sorry. I just want to say on that, whether or not people are aware we are manifesting, if you want to use that word or creating every day. So I, I talk about living life by design or by default. So Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and click on course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming. So it's now we are sharing this information to help you listener become a conscious creator to stop autopilot, right? Get off autopilot. It's instead of being reactionary to what we see in our three-dimensional experience, like, like the world is kind of happening to you. What if the world was actually happening for you by your design? We mentioned a holographic movie, right? Where you're the pro- you're a producer, you're the director, you're the screenwriter, you're, you're everything. And you are the main character in this movie. But when you're not conscious about what it is you would love to experience, well, then it gets created unconsciously. Mm. And there are characters in your movie that don't need to be there anymore. There are situations and circumstances in your movie that you can write out of the script. The more conscious you become of of your power and ability to choose, and I'm going to call it a true choice, a true end result, a true desire. Why do I put the word true in front of it? 
because a true choice cannot be a stepping stone onto something else. And I'm going to explain that. So in my world, a lot of people in the entrepreneurial world want a successful business. They want to dump their nine to five job. They want to be free. They want time freedom, financial freedom. They want this, you know, feeling that if I only had a successful business of my own, then I could have the life that I want, or I could have the life that I love as long as I have this enough cash flow and freedom and all this thing. So I have to stop them in their tracks and say, look, the true choice is not the successful business. The true choice is that you would love to have the experience of abundance. And so what is abundance? Abundance is just having more than enough. Mm. And I don't know if you ever wondered about how much air there is available in a day, but anybody right now can have the experience of abundance just by breathing. Because I doubt that anybody woke up this morning wondering if there was going to be enough air to breathe today, like the quantity of available air. But we think about money in a different way. We think about money in terms of scarcity and limitation, but what if money could be like air? What if there could always be more than enough? Because there's always more than enough air, unless somebody's locking you in a, in a box or somebody's drowning you, okay? Those would be the two exceptions. <laughs> like you're in a space where there's absolutely limited air supply, but in our normal life, there's always more than enough. And so that's the definition of abundance. So when I'm working with somebody that wants this thing, I have to first find out if the thing is truly the true choice. Like weight loss is another one of those places. You know, a lot of people want to lose 30 pounds. The true choice is not losing the 30 pounds. The true choice is beyond that. It's maybe I, I want to be more attractive to have a certain relationship that I have in mind, or I'd like to feel a certain way when I look in the mirror, or I would like to lose weight so that I can do some of the things that I want to do. So the focus needs to be on the end result. Mm -hmm. Like I want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro and I can't do that when I'm 30 pounds over it. See, weight loss is not the true choice. Climbing Mount Kilimanjaro is the true choice. That experience is what I really want. And when we focus on the true choice of what we really want, a lot of the other puzzle pieces just automatically fall in line. Okay. So this makes me think as an example, and I like how you brought up money and I don't know where I heard this recently, but you know, when people come up with, Oh, I, I really want this specific dollar amount. That's still so limiting because it is. it's unlimited. So Really, when people talk about wanting a relationship, they're seeking love and connection. Or when they're talking about they want money, they're seeking freedom or abundance, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So what you're saying is if we just go to those emotions and those feelings and embody them, mm -hmm. the experience or outcome we're seeking will happen. Yes. So a lot of times I ask people, okay, you want to create the life you love. That might mean more money, more love, more health, right? Look, we've had a year and a half now where health is top of mind. You know, am I going to get infected? Am I not going to get infected? How do I, how do I have optimal, vibrant health? It, you know, is that my true choice or is my true choice trying to figure out how I'm not going to get infected by a virus? Just think about that difference, okay? You're in the problem-solving reality. When you're focused on what you don't want, you, you get more of it. You get more of what you don't want. Yeah. Instead of stepping out and saying, okay, my true choice is I choose to be healthy and vital. I choose to be infinitely healthy, optimally healthy and vital. 
that is my true choice. That is what I'm going to manifest. And then the conditions, the circumstances, the people, the therapies, the solutions, the whatever it is, just kind of shows up, right? When the true choice is optimal health, that's what I'm focused on. That's what I really want. I want to be infinitely healthy. Question right? for you. Yeah. Because when we come from the word want still means lack. So how else could we clarify, declare our want, um, our desire, the what? It's a good question. I know because still, because wanting is still not having. Okay. So the concept that we need to understand is the way it is now is just the way it is. And you said it earlier that we're creating all the time. So yeah. the way life is now, if you can get into that observer stance, you're an airplane at 30, 40,000 feet, you're just looking at the lay of the land, observe your life just the way it is now. Not in judgment, but just seeing what is now. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to love your life now, to be content with what is now and desire more at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's this place of being content and okay with what is now, knowing that I created what is now anyway. And because I created what is now through the power of choice, I get to create what's next. Yeah. And what's next doesn't necessarily have to be better than what is now. What's next is just going to be a different experience than what is now. And we just, when we call it a different experience, we take the energy out of the positive and negative that what is now is bad or insufficient or not good enough or anything like that. When we say, look, the future is not going to be better than the present. The future is just going to be different than the present. And it's going to be different in exactly the way that I choose it to be. I choose what comes next because I chose what is now. And this is where a lot of the hair comes up on people's necks. I'm like, I didn't choose the way it is now. I would never choose the way it is now. Nobody would ever choose that traumatic experience or that painful experience. Or I, Nobody would choose that. But when we look in the field of the quantum field, the evidence is that, yes, you did choose it. And this mm -hmm. is someplace where we have to get good with that you are responsible for the way it is now even though that may be a very distasteful thought or a distasteful reality, the quantum physical reality is that if you can manifest your future, then you had to manifest the present moment as well. And I actually, I heard something recently about your younger self wanted what you have right now. That's so your right. younger self could have been yesterday, last week, last month, but Yes, wherever you are, you actually wanted that. And if you're at a place that you, you're not having what you want, then I think for me, it's about, oh, this is a clarity moment or that was a clarity experience and then to stay forward focused. But I feel what happens or what I have experienced and what I've worked with coaching clients, we get so wrapped up in what is or what was that we're not forward focused. And then, and then we are in this repetitive cycle, creating more of what is, and it's a vicious cycle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And this is a great place to bring up. Okay. So what's running in that unconscious program? Mm. You said, what if it's that younger version of yourself that wanted what is now? And you're absolutely right. Mm. I'm going to suggest to you that it's the two, three or four or five year old that you were that's actually running the show right now unconsciously because as soon as you came into the world you made certain decisions about the way it is here 
imagine coming out of the womb. I mean, like consciously think about coming out of the womb. The womb inside the womb was like a five-star Ritz Carlton experience. You had no wants, you had no needs. There was nothing for you to figure out or determine. There was no problem to solve. Anything yeah. that you wanted was there and provided for. But as soon as you came out into this world, now all of a sudden you have to say, okay, what's it like here? What do I got to do to get food? What do I got to do to get my diaper changed? What do I got to do to get love and affection? What do I have to do to get a warm place to sleep or whatever, right? Because the human experience is this, less pain, more pleasure. We run from pain. We try to keep pain at bay or any negative experiences at bay. And we try to create or manifest a positive experience or pleasure. And so imagine in the beginning between let's say zero and seven years old, you're figuring out what it's like here and you're making decisions about how it is. Now, this is influenced by your parents, your extended family, your school, your culture, your religion, all this stuff that you were exposed to in the beginning of this life stream, you made decisions about. Yep. Now, as an adult, the, the sabotaging identities that have been crafted, they kind of sound like this. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to have what I want. Therefore, I don't get what I want. Even though I try, I'm just not good enough to have what I want. Or I'm not worthy. I see people around me that are worthy to have those things, but I obviously must not be worthy to have it because I don't have it. Or I'm not capable this shows up in a lot of people that need continuing education all the time. They just can't get out of school. They need a master's degree and then they need a PhD and they need this and they need another one and a double major and all this kind of stuff because they don't want to get out of school because they feel like they're not capable enough or they don't know enough to go do what it is they want to go do, right? C capability. Huh. Or they're still trying to prove themselves. Look how, look, I got this and look at this accolade and, and this certificate and this trophy. Yes. And yeah. it, it could be a combination of I'm not capable enough yet and I'm not good enough yet to go out and do it or to have what it is I want. So I need to go oh. back to work and I need to continue working on myself, continue improving, continue changing, continue becoming better and better and better. And when's it going to be enough? Yeah. Well, it's never going to be enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it could be I'm insignificant. So I play small because I'm not significant enough to play big. So I, I stay small, I stay invisible. I don't really you know, get out there. I don't want the spotlight on me. Um, I'm not perfect is a huge self-sabotaging thing. Look, you're never gonna be perfect, but if the, if the little child inside says, well, when I was a kid, I had to be perfect to get what I wanted and I did a good job being perfect. I got straight A's, I followed all the rules, I cleaned up my room, I made my bed every morning, I was perfect. And sometimes it's, I'm not perfect enough. Mm. Right. And so that has ramifications. And the last one is kind of like, I don't belong. I mean, how many people are out there that feel like they don't even belong to their own family? This whole black sheep thing. So ultimately, is it these limiting beliefs that are creating the resistance and blocks in our life? Basically, yes. Yeah. So those, like you said, the, the younger version of yourself created this and wanted this to do what? To survive. It made the best decisions and choices it knew how to make with the information that it had. But now you're an adult and you desire, you long for things, you want to create and manifest things. And imagine you're going out there from the status quo, the way it is now, you're stretching out and you're wanting this thing. But if the identity never shifts, if the identity says, I am not good enough, I'm not worthy, you have this experience of oscillating. 
Oscillating feels like three steps forward, two steps back, one step forward, half step back. And so there's this psychological tension between the identity and your desire, and you can stretch it only so far, and then it snaps you right back into the identity. So unless the identity shifts yeah. or changes, the current reality will continue to pattern itself in the same manner. Well, when I think about it, I can see the drawing right now, you know, like the conscious mind is 5% of the whole picture. The subconscious is 95%. Those programming that this, you call them self-saboteurs, right? Limiting yeah. beliefs, all that life experiences, your story is stored in that 95%. If we're only using our 5% conscious mind to change, that's not going to work. And so is this when you get into the recode and tapping yes. into the, okay. So now I think this is a great segue because I'm all about, I like steps. I like methods. I like, tell me how. So yeah. can let's dive into the five step for the magnetic mind and, and understand this process so we can live this life we love. Yeah. So we call it magnetic mind because in the field of infinite possibilities, the true choice that you desire that you would love to have already exists. And so we want to become magnetic to that true choice and just draw it like a Star Trek Enterprise tractor beam into your present moment. Yeah. The, the, the reality already exists. We just need to bring it into our present moment experience. Mm. So step one, that begins with a true choice. And you know you're in a true choice because when I ask you, why do you want that? Your answer to me will be, I want it just because I want it. I want it for no other reason than yeah. I would love to experience that. Yeah. When you can answer the question like that, well, why do you want that? If you can answer it that way, you know, you're in a true choice. I want it just because I want it. I want it because I just love to have it for no other reason. I don't have to tell a story about it. I don't have to rationalize it. I don't have to get permission from anyone. I want it just because I want it. Right. So that's step one. We got to have a true choice, true desire, true end result. The second thing we have to do is get into the emotion of that end result. If you were your future self right now, what would we feel like? That thing you'd love to experience, that thing you would love to have, that thing you would love to create. Tell me what it would feel like to be there. Step two, we have to get into the emotion of the end result. Because Einstein said, look, there's only two things in the universe. There's information and there's energy. When information and energy, that's the hologram. That is the manifestation. That is the particles in the infinite field actually collapsing down into your present moment experience. Isn't That's this, sorry, isn't this in the quantum when they talk about waves and then the observer, observer effect creating the particle and that's the 3D experience? That's it. Okay. Right? So the particle doesn't even exist until the observer intends to observe it. Yeah. So when you intend something true choice true end result i want what i want just because i want it and then you put the emotion of the end result in it in the imagination because the imagination the mind does not know the difference between reality and imagination so when you're in your imagination and you're feeling it now you are being it now like your fingertips feel it your cells feel it your physiology feels that experience it already is now can I just add to that? That makes me think. And the reason the emotions are so powerful is because affirmations or just this clear intent is not enough. It's the emotions and already feeling it now that lack is gone and the wanting is gone because you, you already feel abundant, love, wealthy, healthy, yes. whatever. 
Okay. So if your true choice is abundant, infinite health, well, what does it feel like to be infinitely mm -hmm. healthy? See yourself being infinitely healthy. What are you doing when you're infinitely healthy? Who are you doing it with? What does it actually feel like? Right? It feels liberating. It feels freeing. It feels wonderful, adventurous, exciting, right? You have to put the, the words to it. What does it feel like to be it now? Mm. Right? So that's the second step. Get into that emotion. Now, our Olympic athletes do that. All of our athletes do that. They spend at least half their time imagining being on the medal stand seeing it, being it, receiving that gold medal around their neck, beating their fiercest competitor by one one hundredth of a second in the pool or whatever it is, right? Oh. They see the crowd going nuts. They hear the national anthem being played. They are in that space. They're seeing that end result. Imagining it as though it already is because the truth is that possibility already exists. I'd love to give a lot of this, I think is theory. And until we talk about like actual experience. And so I just want to share this from, cause I, I experienced this. I did this while training for a marathon. Mm -hmm. So for five months, 20 weeks of training, and even like the low, like five mile runs, I imagined race day going through, I'm saying that I'm stronger. I'm a finisher. I'm whatever, but I'm imagining the finish line. Every single run I was doing, I was watching running documentaries. I mean, I was all about running and then by the time race day, I had already done it. That's right. 20 weeks worth of done. So I race day was actually a breeze, but that's how powerful this stuff is. The visual rehearsing. So, but can, how do you talk about this when you want more money? Or let's say if you're single and you want to be in a relationship, how do you go through these motions of going to dinner and going on dates? And it's not, you know, like, how do so you do that? Let's say, let's say you want the relationship of your dreams, right? What is it that you truly want? You want the experience of love, of intimacy, of friendship, of, mm -hmm. you know, this, what, however you describe it. So you go into that, maybe it starts with dating and then there's dinners and there's, you know, hikes in the woods or whatever it is you love to do. And you are imagining this loving, intimate, beautiful relationship. And you get into that emotion of the end result. What does it feel like? What are you doing together? What, what, what is the thing? What do you enjoy doing? And this partner that you're creating enjoys the same thing. Maybe you enjoy drinking wine. Maybe you are foodies. Maybe you're adventurous athletics. Maybe you're travelers. Maybe you're whatever it is that really is the experience that you would love to have. If you cannot visualize that relationship, if you cannot feel that relationship as though it is now, it's going to be hard to create it. Can you please emphasize, because right here, I feel like so many people start to strategize and figure out the how, as an example in this um, sample, going to a dating app and swiping, trying to make something happen. Can you please share how it's way more important that they do these steps one through three and let the how mm -hmm. show them the way. So the manifestation will be, you know, who shows up on the app. That, that, that what you're actually going to notice, what you're actually going to see when you're clear on steps one, two, and three, meaning I have a true choice. I know what my ideal intimate, loving friendship partner looks like. I know what it feels like to be around them. I know what they sound like. I know, I know all I've visualized and experienced all the details. This is all happening in the imagination, right? right? And then 
recoding, which we're going to get to some of the resistance out of the way, meaning there's a block. If there's a self-sabotaging identity running in the program, mm. we need to just let that go, melt that away, get that resistance out of the way so that you can actually have what it is you would love to experience in all of its granular detail, in all of its technicolor fullness it needs to be imagined first. You need to be it now, be in that relationship now. How would you be in that relationship? What is your partner like in that relationship? What does it look like envisioning going on a road trip together or uh, a trip around the world together or to a fine restaurant or to McDonald's? I mean, it doesn't matter. It matters what you're into, right? What would you love to experience? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And getting into that. And then when you take the next obvious action, which is step number five, you have to be in momentum. You have to be acting in alignment with that true choice. You might take an app out and you're swiping. Nobody gets your attention. Your, your reticulating activating system in your brain just ignores anything that is not that. And it activates on the one that is that. And so you super consciously connect with call it Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, okay? That you actually yeah. notice them. Whereas before, if you had not done that work, you're gonna notice the wrong individual and you're gonna go through the pattern of that ineffective relationship. It's not what I want. You're gonna go through all the motions. Oh, they might be this, they might be that. You're not really clear on what you, what you want. You might negotiate on things that you want. You're not crystal clear on what you want. Therefore, you manifest chaos. But in that example, some things that I have learned um, from quantum physics and quantum theory, that because we live from a limited perspective, from our past experiences, trying to make same things happen by going on a dating app, that's the whole power versus force. So I'm, I'm trying to force an outcome. And I think I'm only going to meet my person this way, where I have learned when you, you do your steps, steps one through three, you have the clear intention, you're feeling as if it's going to happen out of the quote blue, you're going to meet someone yes. pumping gas or you're going to, uh, you know, and I think that's when we can sit in this excited anticipation of how it's going to come because we're, it's that power versus force. It's that attracting versus chasing. It's becoming magnetic. Yes. You're becoming magnetic to that true choice being drawn into your present moment experience. And as okay. soon as that possibility comes into the present moment, it moves through it and now it becomes part of your past. It becomes evidence. Mm -hmm. But see, if the sabotaging identity is still running, if the identity has not shifted, the current reality can't change. So the primary part of all of this, how to manifest the life that you love, create the life that you love, mm -hmm. is that the identity needs to shift from I'm not good enough to I am good enough to have that relationship of my dreams. From I'm not worthy to having this particular you know, entity in my life that I, I am worthy of having this relationship that I've always desired. And now that I know the details of it and I know what it actually looks like, and I'm not, I'm not taking the advice, let's say of my girlfriends or my, my guy friends or whatever, but I'm actually choosing what it is I want. Mm. I'm choosing what it is I love. And it's not about how much money do they have in the bank or do they, are they debt loaded or are they this or are they that? And all the different criteria that people have for Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. It's what does it feel like to be with this, in this relationship, 
you know, it has to look a certain way and you have to have the crystallization of what it is you would love to experience. Can we summarize these five steps again? Yeah. So step number one, have a true choice. Step number two, get into the emotion of the end result. Step number three is we have to create a structural tension. I don't think I touched on that very much, but creating a structural tension in the mind because the mind loves to resolve tension and you create structural tension in the mind and structure is just a relationship between two points. And the two points is the way I would love it to be and the way it is now. The way I want it to be, the way I'd love it to be, and the way it is now. It's just a structural tension in the mind, not laced with judgment, not saying that one is better than the other. The current reality is just what is now, and you just observe it. The way I'd love it to be is an imagination of I'd love to experience this. Not better, it's just different. The way it is now, the way I'd love it to be right? Step three. Step four, we do a recode. We go to that super conscious aspect of ourselves and we say, look, super conscious, do you see my true choice? And a creator stance might sound like I choose to live my true nature and purpose, or I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life, or I choose to create the life that I love, or I choose to live a life that I love. I choose to be healthy and vital. These are directional choices, almost like setting a compass. And then there could be other choices that are underneath them, but you have to set a direction first, right? And that's work that we do in this, in this process of going through the five steps. So when you go in the recode, you're asking superconscious, do you see what I want? Do you see the way it is now? Can we tag anything that is resistive to my true choice and bring it up into the active experience? It doesn't mean we have to fix anything. It doesn't mean we have to like go back and relive any kind of bad experience. Look, superconscious does not sleep. Superconscious has been part of every aspect of your life, every event, every emotion, every decision, everything. There's nothing that superconscious missed. So it knows exactly why the current reality is the way it is. And it very much could be that there's a five-year-old running the unconscious program. And so it doesn't serve the adult version of yourself right now. So when you go to superconscious versus coming from the conscious mind and using positive mental attitude, using affirmations, how many times have you said an affirmation in the mirror looking at yourself and there's a voice that comes up and says, look, you know, that's BS. You know, you're not that. That's that sabotaging personality coming up. When you go to superconscious and you say, look, This is what I'd love to experience is what I'd love to create more than anything else. And you're focused on that reality, that possibility, bringing that into your present moment. And you say, do you see the way it is now? Can you please look at any aspect, whether it's the partial personalities, the protector, the controller, the pleaser, the perfectionist, all these different aspects of our personality, look at alignment with things that have happened in the past, original events, emotions, broken agreements, all different things that we look at in a recode, but we just ask superconscious, do you see the resistance? Superconscious says, of course, I see the resistance. Can you treat it? Yes. Okay, please do a massive change history on that unconscious program right now. And superconscious does Think of Windows 10. I was just thinking like a software update. How often does our our iPhone update itself? But are you doing this in meditation? Like how how are you, how do you- Totally, totally conscious. Hmm. You give me permission to speak with your super conscious self because that's who you really are. 
Mm. You know, you're not Heather. You right. are the super conscious version of Heather having experience in this physical vehicle that you're in. Okay. Right. So if you say to me, Gunther, I give you permission to talk and work with my super conscious. And I do, I tap into the field and like, yeah, I've had lots of training in this and I just work mm -hmm. with your super conscious. And I ask your super conscious to look at this, look at this, look at this. I don't need to know the details. I don't need to relive any of the past. I don't need to go through Just, I want you to check this. I want you to check the family history going back at least seven generations. I want you to bring anything up into the active experience that's creating resistance to the main personality's true choice. The superconscious says, okay. So we give it some time to go through that. And then we say, okay, do a massive change history. This is the downloading of an update to the subconscious program. And at the end, we ask it to reconnect everything back into the matrix of the universe in the perfect way, in the perfect order. I don't need to know the details. And so it is. And the client or the person usually feels this shift. It's like a lightning of the burden. Like all of a sudden, something that had all this resistance, there was something in the way of this thing that I want, whether it's abundance, relationship, health, whatever it is, it just feels lighter instead mm -hmm. of swimming upstream to get that thing that i want now it kind of feels like i'm swimming across the stream to get what i want we do another recode another time later it might feel now oh i'm floating down the river with it it's effortless it's i'm that tension is being resolved the path of least resistance but if there is resistance there's things preventing the identity from moving so that the reality can come in. And the other thing I wanna inject into this is the idea of as soon as possible. We live in a microwave society. We want things tomorrow, okay? And when you're talking about manifestation, it's yeah. having the attitude of as soon as possible. When do I want what I want? I want no. it as soon as possible. Yeah. I want it as soon as possible. Because now can go by and I don't get what I want. So now I'm depressed and I'm anxious. And am I doing this right? Am I able to create my reality or the life that I love? And all this doubt and the saboteurs come up in full force and create all this doubt that you should even be trying to, oh, you're not spiritual enough. You're not a meditator. You don't know anything about the quantum physical field. And I'm telling everybody here right now, you do not need to be spiritual. You do not need to be a meditator. There's no specific skill that you need to do this right. You already possess everything that you need. Mm -hmm. You're already connected to the infinite. You just don't remember it. And when we tap into that superconscious field, we can rewrite that code effortlessly and easily. That's why I love to say you're not broken. There's nothing that you need to fix. You don't need to go sit on the psychiatrist's couch for the next 10 years to figure out what mommy and daddy did to you or whoever in your life caused you trauma, pain, suffering, or anything like that. We don't need to unpack all of that. We just need to choose what it is we would love to experience now. Make that choice. Get into the emotion, the end result. Create that structural tension. This is the way it is now. This is the way I'd love it to be. Super conscious. Can you download the update into it? Yes. Okay, good. Fifth step is to take obvious action. This is where the secret and the law of attraction kind of drop the ball because you cannot sit on your couch in your living room and manifest a Ferrari in your garage. Okay. It's just not going to work that way. You have to take obvious action. You have to be in momentum. You have to be moving. So this is where the app comes in, right? If I want to manifest 
a loving, intimate friendship relationship, I'm clear what I want, then you have to take some positive action. If you never leave the house, you're not going to meet anyone. If you never look at opportunities in business or maybe upgrading your W-2 job, and maybe it's not a business of your own, maybe it's just a better W-2 opportunity. You know, if you want abundance, the universe can create abundance for you, the experience of abundance for you in a million ways. Like you could find a big bag of money on the street tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you could win the lottery. Those are all options, right? For you yeah. to manifest some number. And you were right earlier in saying manifesting a number is not the way to do it. What you really want is the experience of always having more than enough. Because I can tell you so many people, it might be, I want six figures in the bank. Well, I can't be happy now until I have seven figures in the bank. Well, I can't be happy now until I have eight figures in the bank. What's the re end result? The end result is you're never happy, no matter well, where you are. That's what I was going to say is ultimately you're always chasing because when you get to the next level and you want more and you, so you're always seeking more instead of just living from the space of already having. So I feel like so I want to just answer one thing. You okay. can choose to love your life now. Yeah. In this moment, you can create the intention, make the choice now to love your life the way it is now mm. and, and, and choose to manifest something different. Simultaneous. It's at the same time. Mm. I choose to live, to, to live the life that I love now and find what it is in my life now that I do love because everybody can find something right. in their life that they love now. Remember, you focus on what you want, not on what you don't want, you focus on what you do want. And then from that place in the present moment, you choose the next thing. You mm -hmm. consciously choose the next thing, the next thing that you would love to experience. So if we had to boil this down to one word, only because you've said it a gazillion times, I speak a lot from being intentional or mindful, but I feel like is your word choice, choosing? It is choice. And if you were going to put another word next to it, it's focus. Mm. So you can have anything that you want. You just can't have everything simultaneously, right? You couldn't handle everything. Like some people say, oh, I want a life with no problems. I want, a, I want a life, just no more problems. You would be bored to death in a life with no problems. You would not love a life that had no problems or challenges or anything like that. This is why we play board games. This is why we do sports. This is why we do different things because the human experience is one of wanting to accomplish, wanting to create, figuring yeah. out the solution, right? Yeah. That's part of the experience. So it is the power, you're reclaiming your power through choice. And then the ingredient that is essential is focus. So you can't like have a whim, a true choice needs to be a real true choice. And the worst thing you can do is to have a true choice and not follow through with it, because then you're teaching your super conscious and your subconscious not to take you seriously. Or the constant yo-yo, you want it and then you don't, and then you can't make up your mind and then you get nothing because you're not clear. Oh, I've been there. I've right. done that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So when you make a choice, choose to follow through with it yeah. choose intend to yeah. continue to focus on it until you get it when as soon as possible. possible like don't give up and that's why it's important to only choose true choices 
things that you really would love to have, things that you would really decisive. love to experience. Yeah, decisive. I like it. Yes, like you can't, it can't just be a whim. It's not just a wish. It's not just, oh, that'd be nice. No, I want this. I want it because I want it. This is the experience I would love to have. Now, most people, when I ask them what they want, their answer to me right now is, well, I don't really know. I got to think about that. That's the essential problem, okay? Yeah. Is that you don't really know what you want. Most people do not know what they want because if the genie came today and said, you have three wishes, most people would be like, um, 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 I don't know, hold on, I got to check. Let me check my Facebook real fast. Let me ask some advice from my, like, they don't know what they want. Yeah. Knowing your true choices, writing them down, spending at least 15 minutes a day on them, like really getting into what it is you do want to bring into your personal experience is essential. Question on that. Do you find, or have you experienced, is it important to go all in on one thing and then, you know, go down your list, let's say, or is it okay to try to tackle three things at once? Yeah. In my experience, it's okay to have, let's say three to five active choices. You never want like more than 12. The field not going to handle more than 12, right? And so first it's really those directional choices. Is it the health? Is it being the predominant creative choice in your life? Is it meaning fulfillment desire by like, I choose to live my true nature and purpose. And when I, when I mentioned those four, usually one resonates more than the others with someone. And that's their being kind of saying, you know, that's what I really want. Yeah. And that's what it sounds like to me. So I'm going to do that first as a, as a directional choice. And we're going to recode any resistance out of the way for living your, let's say your true nature and purpose or being this predominant creative force in my life. Sweep away the resistance to it. Just let it go. Yeah. And then once you've kind of established that grid a little bit, then you start going into deeper, more specific choices. So you set the direction first, and then you start getting more and more specific, but always knowing that if I choose something and I tell my, my superconscious field that I want this, I'm going to follow through with it. I'm, I'm going to go keep going till I get it. It made me think the power of the present moment. So to focus on what meals do you really want to eat today versus what meals do you want to eat the rest of your life? Because you're once and it's all going to evolve. So just focus on today. I don't yeah. know. That helped me. Yeah. What do I want now? Right. So you can break things up. We have a whole program called Lenses. Imagine looking through a camera lens where you can go telephoto or you can go zoom out. Right. So you look at your life Ooh. kind of in these focus perspectives. Maybe you have a one-year focus. Then you could have a 90-day focus. You could have a 30-day focus. You could have a seven-day focus, and you can have a today focus. Yeah. On each one of those levels, it's not a to-do list. It's not this other burden that's on you. It's an I, I want to do. I choose to do. I choose to do that now. Yeah. I choose to work on that this week. I choose to, to manifest to create that today. What's my next obvious action step to get that closer into my personal moment? I'm going to take that step, right? I have the intention. I have the focus. I know what it looks like. I can get into the emotion of that end result. I know what it's going to feel like when it shows up. I know what I want. 
versus I know what I don't want. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm because what, what do people not want? I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be homeless. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to be. They know that if I ask them what you don't want, yeah. they can answer that question really quick. Yeah. But when I ask, what do you want? What would you love to experience? If you could create anything that you wanted to create today, what would it be? I get a blank look a lot of times. Well, um, uh, I don't know. That's the essential problem. You have to know. Well, and I think that's the challenge or the homework, the takeaway is to, if you don't know, sit down, take the time and, and have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Dream, right? That's why my yeah. company is called Dream Life Masters. There's a mastery to dreaming. There is a, a lot of people we've been told, oh, you're just a dreamer and you're just wasting your time. No, you're not. You are everything that has been created in the world has been created twice once in the imagination and once in the three-dimensional reality. So you're not wasting your time by imagining the reality that you would love to create. Yeah. I'm not talking about somebody else's choices, I'm talking about your choices. What's true for you? Your being that came here with a purpose is here to do something. Nobody can give you that answer. Nobody can serve it up to you on a silver platter. Say, oh, you're here to do this and you're here to do that, right? And we get mixed up sometimes, you know, my, anyway, we give away our power to other sources sometimes. And I'm saying, reclaim that power. You Ooh. already possess it. You've had it all your life. You may not remember it. You may not use that power, never have, but it's time to awaken that aspect of who you already are. And ask for what you want focus on what you want dream about what you want right bring it in like that tractor beam if when you look at the stars imagine every star being a possibility mm. which one do you want you can't have them all you couldn't handle all the stars and all the possibilities coming at you at one time so of the infinite field of possibilities which one do you want now which one would you love to experience now? And you can have anything you want. You just can't have everything at the same time. You, you as a being could not handle everything at the same time. So you choose. You choose and you focus on that one thing as it you're pulling it, you're magnetically pulling it into your present moment. And you'll recognize it when it shows up. And then you kind of get good at doing it. And so you said it earlier before the show that I just turned thoughts into things. Like I, I've always been a manifestor or you said yeah. you were like a super manifestor or somebody called you that, right? And so you've had the experience of turning a thought into a thing and things just show up. And so when you become a super conscious creator, creating the things that you love, life just becomes easier. It just becomes more fun. Fun. That was, yeah, that's my work. So I have a, I want to wrap this up because I feel like we've touched on so many things. And honestly, I geek out on this. I could talk to you for hours, but if to give listeners one key takeaway, what do you want them to get? I want them to get that they already possess what it is mm -hmm. they seek. Do not seek outside of yourself for that, which you feel like you're lacking you're not broken. You don't have to fix yourself. You already, you already and have always possessed that which you seek. You already have it. Yeah. 
So it's the answer is inside. It's not outside. Yes. It's here. It's now. You already have it. You already own it. You already possess it. You already have the keys. Okay. You just need to become aware of it. It's a powerful reminder. Yeah. All right. So to wrap this up, I have a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Great. And you've already, you've listed a ton, but what is a quote or motto that you live by? A quote or a motto that I live by, you know, for a long time, it's been uh, from Zig Ziglar is like, you can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And so in business, that's been a, a motto that I've lived by. Look, I can, I can create and manifest anything that I want in life if I help enough other people get what they want. And that's kind of what this is about, is helping people get the results that they want in their life and not continue to beat their head against the wall and try different things. Like you said, spend tens of thousands of dollars in the personal development movement and still not have the money, the relationship, the health that they want yep. and being frustrated with life. Mm -hmm. if, if I can help enough people, you know, my goal is to have an impact on at least 10 million people before I leave the planet. Right. And doing it this way is, is awakening kind of that being that you already are mm. and inspiring people to take action you know take an action the, the the next obvious action might be to listen to this show again because you might not have gotten it all the first time right listen to it again listen to it a third time if you have to a fifth a sixth a tenth time mm. till you allow this information to bake into your consciousness a little bit it's like baking a cake the ingredients are all here in this show, but you might've missed a piece or two or whatever. But when you listen to it again mm -hmm. and you allow it to soak into your being, your superconscious will come in and begin that process to awaken your awareness to what is. I love that. And I agree. I tend to listen to or read things multiple times before I really, really understand. Yep. On that note, what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Um, I read a lot of business books. I read a lot of marketing books and stuff. So uh, one of the ones that I love in business, so if anybody's listening and they maybe own companies or they're building their own business is um, a book called Who Not How. So a lot of times we feel like we have to know everything. We have to, we have to learn the what that we need to do. And I love this book because it's, you know, a who that can do it for you. Like you don't have to become a master in everything. You don't have to learn everything. There's a who that can do it for you. So ask yourself the question when you want to do something, accomplish something, create something, who do I know that can do that for me? Instead of how do I learn how to do that? Or do I have to accomplish that? Because when we have to learn everything and become mastered everything to do it right or to do it perfectly, we slow down this creation process. If I ask the question of who, not how, then I can hire a who, trade with a who, exchange something with a who that knows how to do it. Yeah. Faster, better, quicker than I'm going to learn how to do it. Right. And you can see that who, not how, it just speeds things up. I would agree. Right. All right. Final question What advice would you give your younger self? Well, the advice that I would give my younger self is to listen better to yourself. Mm. Like that, if I was going back, you know, 40 years, 
and I would be talking to myself, I would say, you know, pay attention to that intuitive voice that you have. Pay attention to that small voice and not all the noise on the outside. Yeah. You know, listen to yourself more because everybody has that sixth sense. Everybody has that intuition. Everybody has it, but we ignore it. And I spent many years of my life not paying attention to it. And so it's a skill, it's, it's a muscle, just like the imagination, you know, you want to build muscle, you work them out, you practice, you pay attention to it. And the more you pay attention to it, the more that skill set or that muscle begins to grow. And then it's an issue of trusting it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, I heard this voice, but I don't trust it because I got all these other voices telling me it's not so. And then having the experience of actually trusting it one time and it being right and it preventing something going awry or some pain or whatever and by by listening to that inner being that inner voice more and more you build that trust muscle that confidence that you do know what's right for you you don't have to doubt yourself you do you do know your path like a lot of people well i gotta find my purpose in life i have to find my direction i'm i'm searching for meaning i'm searching for fulfillment Maybe it's because you're looking outside. You have to look inside to find that. Listen more than you talk. For sure. And that's such a great reminder. Gunther, this was such a valuable conversation. I can't wait to re-listen to it. And thank you so much for joining me. (laughs) Hey, my pleasure, Heather. And if you ever want to dive deeper into any aspect of this, I'd be happy to do that. And uh, let's see what feedback you get from your listening audience. And you know, see if our conversation made sense or if people got some stuff out of it and see maybe what they, what, what they'd like to learn more of. Um, I, uh, you know, I can be found at dreamlifemasters.com. If anybody wants to learn a little bit more, I do regular webinars on the science and the quantum physics and, you know, just the, the how to's and there's some things you can download to maybe create that morning ritual. If you don't have a morning ritual to spend that 15 minutes with yourself, I always think that's a great place to start. So anybody that's curious would like to know a little bit more dreamlifemasters with an S.com. And I'll add it to the show notes. All right. Thanks again, Gunther. All right. Thanks, Heather. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.